Um, well, we actually met in a church, which is a bit bizarre because neither of us, neither of us came from churchy families. We'd never gone to church as children. Um, our families are all not Christians. But um, Rick, as a teenager, went with a group of lads to a church in Middlesbrough, mostly because there was this group of girls there that he really... <laughs> and I had a friend in the same church who pestered me constantly, telling me about Jesus, and was always inviting me to stuff. And I used to do awful things like rip up the invitations in front of her. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nicer now. Um, and then one time I actually went to something that she invited me to and met Jesus there and um, became a Christian. And then we ended up in the same church, um, in the same young people's group, and got married and lived happily ever after. How many children have you got? How many grandchildren? Okay, so we've got four, four children of our own, uh, starting with Paula over there, who um, does a lot of work with the mums and toddlers in the church during the week. Um, she's, married to, she's married to Pete, who, who you, I'm sure most of you will know. He's kicking about somewhere. Um, they started to work in Thornaby, actually, quite a few years ago. Uh, and they have our youngest granddaughter, River Rose, uh, we've then got a daughter um, called Joanna, who actually lives in Abu Dhabi, um, and we're going over there in a few weeks' time to, uh, to, to see her, which will be quite nice, a little bit warmer. Um, and and she, she's getting married to a guy called Richie, uh, who actually lives out there. Uh, and we've then got um, our, our third child, uh, happened to uh, end up as twins. Um, Terry went for a scan. And, uh, and, and they said, oh, look, there's an arm, and there's another arm, and oh, there's another arm. <laughs> Which was the first that, um, that we'd heard of, uh, of, the, of the twin. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got Michael, who was playing the drums this morning, and he has given us two grandchildren, little Michael, whose birthday was uh, a couple of days ago, and Charlotte. And, and then we have Katie, who's been through a bit of a journey lately. Um, she's got little Luca, our fourth grandchild, and, uh, but doing incredibly well. It's lovely that uh, three of our, our, our children actually live in Thornaby, which is nice and close. Yeah, brilliant. So we know now, don't we? So we want the heaviest stuff. It's actually, it's, it's always been a, a very relevant um, part of our journey with Jesus um, because we feel that, that healing, we, we tend to think of healing being a, just a, of a physical nature, that when we've, we've got something physically wrong with us and then we, we, 
we, uh, we pray and, and we, we pray that God will heal us. But in actual fact, the healing that we've encountered over the years has been more than that. It's been, it's been, um, it's body, mind and spirit, really. You know, it's, it's our, it's a whole of our emotions that at times that we do actually need God's touch on our lives. And, and actually, I just want to sort of say something which, um, uh, I, I didn't really want to say on, on that first part where we introduced our kids, but between Paula being born and Joanna being born, Terry had two miscarriages. The first was at 20 weeks, and the second one was at 7 weeks. But just after the first miscarriage, she, she received a verse from God, and it was just, it was, it was 2 Kings chapter 4, I can't remember the verse. And when she looked it up, it was, it was Elisha, the prophet, um, talking to, to a woman who, who didn't have children. And, 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 the, and the verse says uh, that Elijah said that in a year from now, you will be carrying a baby, you will hold a baby boy in your arms. And, and that, was a, that was a great sense of healing for both of us. Um, when the second miscarriage came along, it didn't, somehow didn't seem possible. But we trusted that, that God had given us this, this promise, really, in that healing process. And approximately a year later, Joanna was born. Not quite a boy, but, <laughs> but it was a promise. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say that, that as a family, healing for us means wholeness, really. And it's, um, it's about um, healing broken hearts often not just about physical healing or about even about um, spiritual healing. Jesus talks about people having their sins forgiven and that being the ultimate healing, doesn't he? But um, healing of broken hearts is something we've seen massively as a family. And um, for me, it's, a, it's about us all having positive attitudes, really working together and helping each other and helping others through our own suffering. And I've got some scripture I want to read if you don't mind. It's uh, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 7, and it's in the message. And this is, um, over the last few weeks particularly, this has really, really been um, very real, I suppose, to me in loads of ways. Okay. All praise to the God and Father of our Master, Jesus the Messiah, Father of all mercy, God of all healing counsel. He comes alongside us when we go through hard times, and before you know it, he brings us alongside someone else who's going through hard times, so that we can be there for that person, just as God was there for us. We have plenty of hard times that come from following the Messiah, but this is good, but no more so than the good times of his healing comfort. We get a full measure of that too. When we suffer for Jesus, it works out for your healing and salvation. If we're treated well, given a helping hand and encouraging word, that also works to your benefit, spurring you on, face forward, unflinching. Your hard times are also our hard times. When we see that you are just as willing to endure the Lord, the hard, sorry, 
the hard times as to enjoy the good times, we know you're going to make it, no doubt about it. How cool is that? How cool is that? Um, if we can go further back than that, um, we felt a call to, to move to Thornaby uh, four and a half years ago. And it was just after we'd, we'd actually found a house. We knew where we were going. We knew where we were going to end up. That We found out that this building was then available, um, which, which is, is part of our journey, really, that, that, that we feel that God has called us here anyway. Um, We've, we've had a tough journey the last, the last few years. As a family, you know, it's not just about us two. It's, it's, it's about all of us, really. And, and, and one, one, one thing in particular, our Katie, who, whose marriage broke up, and, and, and as much as we, we prayed that God would, would heal that, he had different ideas. And sometimes when we healed, we, we, don't, we don't actually get the healing we think we need. And... and, and and that, that whole breakup has brought Katie back to the Lord. And, and she's just amazing. You know, she's absolutely on fire. And, and that came about through a tough old circumstances, really, for all of us. Um, a, little, a little more recently, um, I'll let you tell your story. Okay. So, um, just at the end of the summer holidays, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And it, and it was a real shock because I'm never ill. There's nothing ever wrong with me. And our, in our family, we say, get to school and do PE because that's what you do. <laughs> um, but this was our latest Dudley drama. Um, we've had a lot of Dudley dramas in the last three years. So when this one came along, um, it was about me, and that's not what normally happens. Um, and it was a shock, but do you know what? It, it was okay. It, the whole thing was okay. We'd, we never wavered, really. We never thought, God, what are you doing? We just thought, you know, we live in a broken world. People get sick. Why shouldn't it, why shouldn't it be me? Um, and I've learned loads from being ill. And um, thankfully, I'm... Everything's okay. Um, I've still got some treatment to have. I don't want to say I'm completely healed because Michael's promised me that he's going to keep his hair long until I'm completely better. <laughs> Otherwise, he's going to shave it off. So, anyway. I've got one more scripture. Is that all okay? Um, okay, so this sums up what what we believe as a family. We believe in being dead real about what's going on in our lives. We don't, we're not very religious in the sense, that sense. We just, we just love God and love people, which is what we're supposed to do, we think. Anyway, this is Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. Now that we know what we have, Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God, Let's not let it slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who's out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all, all but the sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he's ready to give. Take the mercy and accept the help. Fantastic. Great. 
the, the big thing for, for me regarding, regarding faith, when, when, when things are not going right, you know, it's so easy to turn your back on things. It's so easy to take a step back over. It's so easy to disappear into the background. But then, if, if we are taking the easy way out, you know, we, we, can't, we, we don't get the blessing that God has for us. You know, we, we miss out on that. And, and as easy as it is to say, I'm just not into this at the moment. Okay, I'm going to take, a, I'm going to take time out and, and I'm, I'm going to get my head around it. It really is, is, is not what God's wanting. God wants to bless us. God wants us to come to him with, with our problems. He never ever promised us. And we, we, we can read the Bible from cover to cover. And, and we, we don't read anything in there which promises, promises us an easy walk with him. It's, in fact, it's quite the opposite. He challenges us. He, if, if, if faith was, was when, we, when we have a problem, we pray, we are healed. If, if, that, if faith was that simple, then this place would be absolutely packed out. It would have never, ever have closed in the first place. Uh, and we'd be somewhere else. Um, but that isn't how God works. God takes us through difficult times. He takes us sometimes to the absolute edge of what we can endure. And that is where he wants us because he knows then when he's, when he's got our whole, our whole mind and our whole beings concentrating upon him in, our, in, 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 a, in a way for a desire from us for, for him to, to lift us out of the things that we're going through. He knows then where we stand with him. He knows that, that we have that amazing amount of faith. And, and, and that sort of people are the people that he desires. They are the people he wants to have company with. They are the people he desires to share fellowship with. You know, so, so when difficult times come, no matter what it is, really, instead of leaning away from God, we should be leaning in. That statement came from, as, as we look to God to lead us, people look to us to, to lead them. And, and, uh, and I didn't want to be in a position, as, certainly with, when, when, when a woman um, is diagnosed with breast cancer and she has three daughters... Okay, that, that weighs quite heavy, not just, not just on, certainly didn't weigh, it weighed he heavy on Terry, but also on the girls, you know, because they're thinking, you know, this stuff actually is hereditary. And, and so we wanted to get it right, um, not just for ourselves, but to make sure that, that our four children also felt comfortable with, with what we were going through. Can I say that we don't always get it right with uh, our kids are there all sitting, sitting there thinking, well, they haven't got it right loads of the time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we've, we've tried, but we've always tried that. I think that's our big thing is, you know, love God and love people. That's, if you can do that, then you've cracked it really, haven't you? Um, what I've learned from from this is um, sometimes you can't always go to school and do PE. <laughs> <laughs> what a thought. So that, that sometimes you have to rest and stop and um, that's, that's so not me and it, that's been really hard. Um, 
And I've learned about leaning into God, even when I haven't been praying much or reading the Bible much, um, that, that sort of that's okay. Sometimes all you can do is just, just lean in and be held. Um, uh, and a funny thing that I've, that I've learned is that uh, when people realized I had this diagnosis, I got loads of messages from people and texts and um, little cards and things all saying lovely things about me. <laughs> Like, like you know, oh, you've you've been such a support to me in the past, and uh, I want to support you know, and all of this, lots of things like that, and that happened over the over the eight weeks really that that I was off school, and um, and it came from lots and lots of people, and I thought, this is like when you die, and people start saying nice things, and I thought, I thought. We should do this all the time. We should encourage people all the time. And every time somebody does something lovely, rather than waiting for a moment like this, we should be saying to them. Um, so that's something that I'm definitely going to take on board. Not that, I mean, I loved having all these messages and things. It was really nice. But yeah, we should do it. It's, I mean, you've already mentioned the British thing, haven't you, really? That, that we're very good at bottling stuff up. We're very good at not wanting to share, actually, what, what, what is going on inside us. Yeah. And, and what I would say is, you know, forget that sort of stiff upper lift stuff and, and let's get it out into the open. Because if we are battling through something on our own, Sometimes, sometimes life's a bit cloudy. We don't see Jesus, and, and we don't see anybody else. And so things just, things fester. Things build up. Things come to mean something that was never, ever intended in the first place. And, and so it's much easier to, to just find somebody and say, look, can you help me with this? And, and instantly, you feel better anyway. Before someone's opened their mouths, just because you've had that, that faith in a way, faith in other people, faith in your friends, faith in you know, people in here, to just say, look, can you help me? And, and that so opens you up so much. And then when the words of wisdom come, and you suddenly realize, actually, all of this has been about nothing really. And yet we've been through so much turmoil because we didn't want to tell anybody. You know, let's be open with each other. God wants to be open with him. And let's be open with one another. Let's be accountable one to another. Yeah.